Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Datta. Welcome to the Pegasus Healing podcast series. My guest today is Dr. Robert Mullis of the Wessex Research Group Network. Hello Rob. Hi. And welcome. You have a very interesting uh, background. Um, you're a doctorate in environmental biology and you've always had this uh, interest and uh, connection with the earth and and the feeling of this this need to to care for it in a very um, practical way wouldn't you say yeah absolutely i think obviously everybody lives a life and everybody has a journey and for me that journey's unfolded if you like um with a a, a sort of element of consciousness about the earth and the environment and uh, it's been very very exciting mm-hmm. yes and I, I don't I'm not sort of saying that one needs to be an academic in order to care for the earth I mean anybody at, at any level in any situation but it is really nice when um, the science is linked with a sort of a deeper feeling of um, spirituality yeah I think I was lucky because I went to university uh, in the mid 80s and at that time there were a lot of environmentally orientated science courses uh, in universities and colleges and it almost seemed that it was that moment for those courses to appear. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true because if we look back there was the sort of big... uh, push for sociology in the in the 60s when there was that mm. era of hope and let's look at people yeah. and and so yes and then the, there was the uh, more of an interest in the environment in in the 80s and can you tell us please uh, those of us that are not uh, in Wessex those listeners who are not in Wessex a little bit about your role as coordinator of the Wessex research group project yeah absolutely the the Wessex Research Group was formed in the 1980s by Sir George Trevelyan and a chap called Nigel Blair. There was a number of people involved. And I became the coordinator in 2005. And the whole idea was to create a platform that supported people who were exploring consciousness, whatever that may be. So the... The Wessex Research Group has sort of become the Wessex Research Group Network. Uh, it's got a website. It's got uh, an archive. There's about 120 digitized lectures on there. We have a, a, a total archive of about 2,000 lectures. And basically, there are about 50 different groups all doing different things. Some are healing groups. Some are just holding talks. Some are groups and people like yourself who are, who are working with the earth. And, and with animals and trying to foster areas of uh, consciousness in those in those particular areas overall it's a very eclectic network now and there are no rules there's no affiliation to dogma or religious belief it's just a platform where people can come if they want to and explore Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting, Rob. And uh, when we look at the sort of like uh, 
the new age uh, marketplace, as it, as it were. I mean, there is a lot of stuff out there, isn't there? The good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think it's for people to explore and uh, decide for themselves which way they want to uh, to go. Absolutely. I mean, we are living in uh, tremendously exciting times, really, mm-hmm. because... I'm glad you're saying that. <laughs> well, you you see, we... You know, we have all this information available to us. There are all these resources available. And yes, there is so much stuff out there. Mm. But it actually gives the individual or anyone exploring, you know, consciousness the opportunity to actually decide for themselves, Mm -hmm. to find their inner truth, if you like. Yeah, I think that's true, that inner truth. I mean... Sometimes it takes a while to discern, and that discernment is linked to one's own inner journey of healing. Because, Absolutely. Because yes. when you start yeah. out on the journey, you go to some of these like wacky uh, <laughs> lectures and talks and uh, things which really are energetically not that sound. And then bit by bit, as you uh, progress, I believe that uh, discernment uh, comes in. That's why I'm really grateful to uh, to Stuart Wilde and all the work that he did um, absolutely. to help people. Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely. I mean, that people like Stuart and, and many other souls came and laid the foundations, really, for mm-hmm. in terms of providing information and useful what might be described as perhaps esoteric or or universal wisdom. Um, Obviously, that can be interpreted in different ways, but the ultimate journey for us all is about finding our own truth, working out who we are, what we stand for. And 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 you made a very good point about energy. You know, it's understanding this idea of a wider universe that we're all interconnected at different levels, yes. whether it be, you know, to animal plant consciousness or the planet. Or, or whether it be to each other. Yes, that's true. We're, we're sort of all connected. There's an interconnectedness of things. And uh, so it's simply not possible to, what can I say, to be nasty and not to care for maybe the earth, the people and the animals, and, and for that not to have an effect elsewhere. It, well, it's like a reverberation, isn't it? I think through so, the fields. Yeah. Well, I think it's part yeah. of our, our human journey, isn't it? Yes. Collectively and, and individually. Yes. And uh, esoterically, of course, they talk about the age of Pisces ending and the age of Aquarius mm-hmm. beginning. And the theme, I suppose, for the Aquarian age or the next 2,000 years is uh, interconnectivity and mm-hmm. awareness. Yes, yes. And um, we've, we've run this theme in my workshops. In fact, it's the sort of overriding theme, connectivity and communication. And uh, it's just so it goes so deep and at so many levels. Yes. And I think this is why your work and other people who are working with the earth and animal, you know, elemental consciousness, Mm -hmm. for want of a better word, Mm -hmm. is why it's so important. Mm -hmm. Because we all have to make this journey where we understand that we are part of a bigger whole and Mm -hmm. ultimately our role within that has got to be positive. Mm-hmm. That can only come when we've, as individuals, uh, have worked away to a point where we can understand this 
and we we're prepared to work uh, selflessly if you like mm. for the betterment of, of everything else yeah but that selflessness i think that comes after we've done or as we do work on ourselves because unless we've worked on our own self-healing yeah. We can't really go around trying to fix anything else or, or anyone else. Absolutely. And yes. I think the danger yeah. now is that uh, there are so many people uh, saying, oh, yeah, come this way, do this, do this. You must have this, you must have that. But really, there's a lot of inner wisdom when we quieten our minds, go out yeah. into nature and settle down, and then many of the answers and many things unfold. Absolutely. Um, yeah. uh, rather than there being, you know, somebody out there that can guide us on our life's mission. <laughs> yes. I think that's something that we have to work out for ourselves. Oh, I think so. I mean, the age of Pisces was very, uh, if you like, led by someone telling people what to do. Yeah. That age is finished now and it's mm -hmm. it's actually about what we feel mm -hmm. and and we don't need necessarily to be led. What we need to do is think for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, feel, think, feel. Um, which again, you know, we try to do that. Uh, Stuart taught that help to help people with perception, and we've been doing this with workshops. And it's something which everyone can do. They can all go out into nature. They can all go out and connect. They can all meditate. Yeah. There's so many things which are free, and which are untainted. Yes. With agendas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's. It's very difficult for people now, though, because many people live in cities. Many yes. people are cut off from the beauty and the the, the serenity of of nature. Mm -hmm. And you know, again, this is why these times are so so challenging, if you like, because there are so many things that we have to we have to deal with at different levels. Mm, very bombarding, isn't it? Yeah. But, it, but also, because we have to remember that the toughest challenges potentially bring out the best in us. Mm, yeah. So... Yeah, that's, that's really nice. This is why there is so much opportunity for self-development now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, so you, you feel this is a really good time to be, uh, be around, huh? Oh, I would say so. Um... We might not believe that at different times, <laughs> but uh, don't switch on the news. <laughs> <laughs> but but we have to, if you know, we have to understand that we are all here now for a reason, and you might say that we chose to be here now for a reason, mm. and we have the opportunity through that to actually do something positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, our lives are relatively short when you compare them to the the cycles of the planet and the cycles of the universe. Yes, we're very insignificant and we are here for a very yes. short period of time. So It's like, well, what can we do in that uh, short period of time that's going to be of best value for everything else? Yeah. Well, I suppose there's two ways of looking at it. Yes, the sort of the 3D incarnation is, is very short in relative terms. But then if we look at it from the spiritual point of view, there's the eternal, immortal yes. evolution of, of, of the soul, of the, well, the beingness of it all. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and that, again, this is why, you see, this is why these challenging times give us the opportunity to catapult our soul development forward. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel? I mean, 
there's this pressure now with work and money and space and it's very difficult if you're feeling all these impingements um, to think of the wider or to feel out the wider um, soul's purpose and spiritual evolution and yet that is the very time we are supposed to do it really we are supposed to linking isn't it yes and um I, I I would agree with you. Mm. I, I, what I would say is is mm. you have to think about what the Buddha said about this time, mm. and the Buddha said that we had to tread the mid path. Mm. So we have to try somehow to balance everything up. Yes. Whether that be monetary, uh, whether it be all the physical things we have to deal with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and then of course. There's all the other stuff, the spiritual side of us that we we need to um, also think about. But of course, actually, the two are intrinsically linked because it's about doing everything with love. It's 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 putting love into everything we do. So so we may feel that we have to do all these mundane things to actually just keep our heads above water. But the trick here is we have to do all these mundane things with great love. Mm. And that is why we're in this third dimensional form is to bring that love, if you like, perhaps from another place into this physical place. Mm. I think, yes, to align to love, unconditional love. And um, and as you say, it's almost like having a respect and reverence for everything we do. Not think, oh, I've got to, to clean the floor, or I've got this, but actually, just just to do it and and realize that it's actually improving the vibration of your home, and it's something that yeah, you know yeah. one is lucky actually even to be able to move about to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. it's that deep appreciation for everything. Absolutely. And it sort of links yeah. in with what Stuart said uh, years ago. He said, well, you know, we're not our finances, we're not our body, we're not our bowel cancer, we're not, we're an infinite spirit yeah. evolving throughout the universe. Yeah. That, then we have to marry that with the fact that we are here in this physicality and we need to, to marry the two. And, and and to again quoting Stuart is like he talked about the three graces you know tenderness generosity and respect um, aligning that into our lives absolutely I mean I always think of a quote from Mother Teresa uh, it goes something like uh, we can't always do great things with our lives but we can do everything with great love mm, yeah and yeah. um that to me gives us a platform if you like or a starting point yes even. a very you know it doesn't matter who you are it, it, it's a starting point for mm. everybody yeah yeah it's true i mean you know that uh you know if you get into a people get into a taxi and it's all clean and nice and the person is uh respectful then it feels good or if you get into a taxi that's like dirty and you know the driver's all grumpy you know, it's a, like a different vibe, isn't it? Yes. Or you go into yeah. a shop. There's many, many mm. examples. I use the taxi driver because, again, like Stuart gave that example. And I, yeah. I feel very inspired by a number of things that he uh, he gave us. Absolutely. Um, but and, and that applies to, like you say, absolutely anything, doesn't mm, it? Any anything. situation. Anything. And it's about raising that whole vibration, isn't it? I mean, mm. at every single level. Mm. And I was also say, you know, I work with people as well as animals, and I would say this, you know, people say they want to be 
to be healers, they want to do this. But healing is on very many levels. Yeah. Um, people bring can bring a healing into their workplace, into their homes and their families by being kind and yes. respectful. Yeah. I mean, as love heals, doesn't yeah. it? Um, you know that you might be walking along and it could be a challenging time. Someone actually looks looks you in the face and smiles and you feel that warmth. Yes. That's healing, isn't it? And equally, you can do the same thing yeah. in the animals. It, it works on very, very many levels, doesn't it? So well, it's almost like we've got to let the universe in. Mm -hmm. I think for many people now, we're, uh, you know, many people are s separated from that idea that they actually need to let the universe in and let everything flow and let everything unfold go, yeah because we try to control and we do well yeah. sometimes we find ourselves in a situation we're going around in this mental mouse wheel how am i going to solve this sometimes it can be like a financial thing like well how am i going to pay this um what can i do i'm in this finite situation yeah and you go yeah. round and round on this yeah. finite wheel but the universe is infinite. There are yes. infinite possibilities and solutions. The next day, everything can totally change. One would have spent a lot of energy feeling drained, trying to force a solution um, which wasn't, a, you know, but we've all potentially been there. there. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Well, it's sort of. A, it seems to me as though we go through a clear patch and then we like fall back and then we get a bit more insight into this <laughs> as we go along. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. believe that anybody. Um, has actually sussed it all. I think it's it's an ongoing process, and I think once yeah. we're aware, once we have the awareness, then it's it helps, doesn't it? It gives that joy, and we think, oh yeah, that's right. And anyway, yeah. I, I, we've been in the situation. Well, I've just I give up now. I just I don't know. <laughs> and then bang, something happens so, to shift that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think probably what it is is that we're told so much ingrained in us maybe from our home life and school or whatever that we mustn't be lazy and we've got to do something about this and we can't mm. so it's a balance of taking practical steps but sometimes realizing that we have to let go and let things unfold i think so Is we're it? coming we're coming back to the idea of the mid path again aren't we yeah perhaps the idea of the difference between human being mm -hmm. and human doing yes yes it's, it's balancing the two up isn't it yeah and knowing when and and not being i think not beating ourselves up we think yeah oh i yeah. Look, i can't deal with this i'm going for a walk <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna have a yeah. cup of tea and a <laughs> whatever <laughs> and move forward yeah yeah but um, it's it is tricky um you know i think we're bombarded by information now mm -hmm. and no, it's very easy to just be over overwhelmed really yeah if we, if we allow ourselves mm. to be I think so. And and in a way, you can see uh, with addictions, like, you know, whether people like excessive drinking or whatever, they're kind of trying to be and not do, aren't they? They're killing their pain, yeah. attempting to kill yeah. their pain by dulling their senses. And it's not that either. It might be having a drink or going for a walk, a diversion, but they've gone like the other extreme and trying to totally blank it out. But it's just... Yeah. It's kind of letting go in the sense of having that trust and faith as opposed to trying to smother the pain. I, Just traveling so, through it yeah. and letting go. I think so. And uh, I've come across over the years many people who, who have been in that sort of position mm. where they've perhaps developed 
uh, for want of a better word, psychic abilities or clairvoyant abilities mm-hmm. or abilities that sort of take them beyond the physical. Mm. And I've met many people who have, have tried to dull that and, you know, walked mm-hmm. away from it. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's sort of all part of the unfoldment. Yes. It can be both, isn't it? Some people may try to dull it and others may try to hype it up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. scary, isn't it? That's yeah. probably more scary, actually. I think it's probably the middle. <laughs> just allowing perceptions to come in. I think so. By just, you know, by not thinking about it or dwelling on it. it these are just like, I think it comes through grace and it can be just like an internal guidance system, which everybody has if they were just... Uh, quiet in their mind you know and not making it all special yes no there's there's an awful lot of things going on for everyone at the moment yeah uh, but again you know we need to pick up the baton mm-hmm. as individuals and, and as a humanity mm-hmm. and start sorting things out really with you know. ourselves yeah well through, through ourselves <laughs> if we sort yeah. ourselves out we can change the world can't yeah. we you know, yeah. it all begins with us. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just feel this thing that, yes, if we just work on ourselves, then our own little space is clearer and everybody works on their own space, then that's clearer. It's like a sort of a grid, isn't it? Like you said, this alignment to love. So if, if we get to that, in spite of the obstacles. I think that's the key, um, isn't it? I think mm-hmm. the key and the challenge is to uh, align with, with, with this idea of love and mm-hmm. bring it into this physical life that we mm-hmm. we lead but this thing about love you know it's like unconditional love allowing people to be as they are mm. and accepting them yes. and it, but again it comes back to this issue sometimes of boundaries we do have to still keep our boundaries because there are people that will actually um have you for lunch <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you see what i mean so it, it's like being allowing kind but setting boundaries and 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 what maybe before our before we've been interested in spirituality and love and that maybe at the those boundaries have been really tight we wouldn't have time for anybody we'd judge them we'd maybe condemn say oh they're nasty we want nothing to do with them whereas now we understand that every soul is evolving and developing and we don't condemn somebody because you know they happen to be what can i say we find them extremely boring and they keep going on about the stamp collection all the time and we don't want to know whereas now we may try to find we may try to learn people can still exploit and those boundaries have to be i think flexible more open but flexible and not yes not not to allow infringement well i think you could you could certainly put it that way. You, mm. you could also argue that these people are here to teach us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're teaching True. us to manage ourselves True, and understand yeah. where we are in relation to other people. Yes. And it's only then when we understand that, that we can actually help people. Mm. And sometimes that might involve not helping them. Well, yes, that's right. That you, not you know. helping us can be the helping. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes people can find themselves in an abusive situation mm. where they're trying to be open and loving yes. and the person is like draining. Dra- and yes. then you can walk away. People must always feel they can walk away yeah. from an abusive situation, but not throwing hate or disdain on the person that sure. is really incredible. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I think, um, I think you've hit a good point mm. there because whatever the situation and whatever the context... 
it's about saying actually is this a situation that is enhancing me nourishing me and mm. helping me to develop mm. or is it one that is draining me like you say restrictive mm. and actually not allowing me to develop mm -hmm. and 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 it's recognizing these yeah. differences yes that i think is where we need to it's, it's almost like we need to evolve our own management strategy yes. as yes. we develop ourselves because yeah. i remember you you mentioned one time you know about the issue of like self-management and i think you know that it is all connected with energy management and i think as we develop as we get stronger and clearer we can give more Yes. And it's a pleasure to give yes. more. Giving is receiving, right? And we want to, and we know that, that things are infinite, but yeah. we still have to do that we, management. We can only give, really, when we, like you say, have worked on ourselves. Yes. And, you know, mm -hmm. we've got ourselves to mm -hmm. a point of balance mm -hmm. where we understand yeah. where we are. But it's almost what we have to sometimes go through that imbalance to, to know what the balance is. Yes. And to also actually uh keep certain boundaries because there's some people you actually mm. you know you've got to allow them to just go off and be the you know the predators that they um <laughs> may or may not want to be yes well we're all we're all connected into different vibrations yeah and and many of those vibrations are loops if you like mm -hmm. that we create for ourselves almost as a like an addict might or as a way of preserving our own sense of reality. Yes, that's... that's and I think yeah. the universe, in many respects, is asking us not to do that now. Mm -hmm. It's asking us to break out of these patterns. And as I said before, let the universe in and let things unfold and, and let it take us on this journey. Mm. You know, it's like you are saying before, it's about trust, faith, and belief that... We are part of a, a bigger whole. Yes. I mean, in a way, um, we're sort of lucky in this kind of technological era. As much as it can be restricted, it's also uh, liberating in the sense that we, we can have this global yeah. interconnectivity, mm. instantaneous Absolutely. communications. You know, we can link yeah. up with people over the world. And I think that's very much a, a, a gift. And, um, it's, and it's sort of come at a time when the Aquarian age is emerging. Mm -hmm. You know, all these things related to... It, I mean, much of the things related to interconnectivity have come through hardwired technology. Yeah. But nevertheless, they are, like you say, taking us to another level, another place. And in that respect, you know, things are unfolding. Yeah, that's very interesting, yeah. And um, okay, well, uh, as we finish up now, I'd just like to ask you: with the the archives on on the site, yeah, um, can you just give me? Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about them? Oh well, between the mid eighties and even now, um, people holding talks, people run groups that hold talks, mm -hmm. and uh, my predecessor Nigel Blair mm -hmm. recorded every lecture that was given, so. In the archive, there's about 2,000 lectures mm -hmm. on different subjects. Yeah. What sort of subjects? Can you give a Oh, examples? absolutely, yes. Uh, well, they could be anything from telepathy, uh, Mayan culture, life after death, 
some historical lectures, lectures about Druids. I mean, the, the range of subject is is extraordinary mm-hmm. because there is no there's no limit yeah. to what people can talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like, part of my part of my role has been to digitize these mm-hmm. and make them freely available on the website so that people can download mm, stuff resource, if they want yeah. to yeah yeah it's really nice i think what it is it's like we have these periods of like researching different things and different areas and whether we accept reject or whatever it's just nice to be able to have uh, resources to look at instead of yeah. you know sitting in front of the box for us <laughs> you can uh, right. go on this little adventure yeah i mean consciousness mm-hmm. as exactly i mean it's like creating the platform sowing the seed Mm-hmm. And it's there if people want it. Yeah, and yeah. It, and that's for me. I'm just happy to do that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, is there anything else you would like to say? Anything? Else? No, I think we've had a we've had a nice chat, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, it's Very been really nice. nice. And um, it's good to see that uh, you're doing what you're doing with you know with animal intuitive therapy and the workshops. And what I'm seeing on the Wessex Network now is a whole raft of speakers coming into groups and they're all talking about earth consciousness mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. and it seems that this is you know a really important theme mm-hmm. that's emerging mm-hmm. for this time i mean i say time but it's, you can't put a time frame on it because there isn't one but to me this is the time now when we should really be thinking about our relationship and how we we work with the earth and the life on it yeah, when you say work with it, you mean work. be with it, maybe be a beingness, a, a a stance to it. Well, I think a good start I, is just to mm-hmm. uh, express your appreciation for it. That's true, because I actually run an e-course called the Alliance with Gaia, which is literally about that. Oh right, it's, you right. know your your stance. Yes. With regard to the earth, the animals, nature, yeah. consciousness, and healing. And yeah. I think we're going, we'll soon be going into our third year. Lovely. That. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. everyone likes to be appreciated. And the, I would say the earth is no different. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's a consciousness. Yes. Gaia. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we have been so abusive that it's time that we <laughs> woke up and. Uh, well, I think we're caring, more caring. Yes, and there well, are people yes. doing some wonderful work, actually. Oh, there are. I mean, and that's very inspiring. Yeah. So there are lots of good things going on. Definitely. But um, I would say also that you know humans have evolved their own consciousness so that potentially we can look back and help the elemental worlds and Gaia also develop its consciousness. I would say that is a fundamental role that humans can play collectively and individually individually and that all starts with like we've just said a simple appreciation yeah i think it's a yeah an appreciation but the way i don't know the way Stuart taught the word is that gaia is way more powerful than us humans we're very very insignificant gaia doesn't need us but isn't it better to have an alliance with gaia as the course teaches, which is about an appreciation and care, which work is working with, as you say, the elements with, with Gaia, as opposed to Gaia is against um, it. Well, the ele- elemental kingdoms are extremely powerful, mm-hmm. but they also seek. They are also seeking to work with humanity. 
Mm. Because if you like, we are the bridge. We are the bridge between the spiritual realms and the higher vibrations and the higher, more refined dimensions. Mm -hmm. And the elemental worlds, and the elemental worlds have a different vibration. And if you like, our job is to help bring everything together, to act as the bridge of consciousness. <clears throat> and of course, you know, the thing is, all this has to be done through the idea of service and, and love. Well, thank you very much, Rob. Um, I very much enjoyed this uh, conversation with you. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening to this podcast. We hope you have enjoyed it, too. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic half hour. Bye for now. But you